Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day, and welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of mindfulliving.today, where you can find everything related to living a mindful life. And we would love it for you to check out our Facebook pages at Mindful Couple and at Mindful Living Today in groups. Today's podcast is going to be about holiday stress. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that last year this time as well. But today we're going to talk a little bit about are the traditions that you're holding on to actually making your holiday more joyful or are they somehow stressing you out? And, yeah. and if they are the latter, how do you deal with that? Right. And so this was a topic that you suggested this morning. Um, so why don't you start with uh, what prompted you to want to talk about this and sort of dive into that a little bit? Well, I, we, I put up our tree. <laughs> and was that stressful? <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> and, and, and every time I put up our tree, I think of what I used to do. Uh-huh. And I used to decorate our entire house. I put up curtains and I covered pillows. And, you know, we did the garland all over the the, the wood railings. And we had a Santa Claus display I, on Santa the mantelpiece. Santa Claus display on the mantelpiece. It was just everything. Everything was decorated. And I, and I really liked it. It was pretty. We liked it. Was it was pretty. I liked how it looked. Um, it made it feel very festive. But once we took up snowboarding, um, it was it seemed like we never had time to take it down because no. we were gone so we much. We were doing four days a week. Right. And so the, the, the decorations were up sometimes through February uh, because I just couldn't find right. the time to get stuff down. And so then the kid, when the kids uh, went off to, you know, have their lives in college and whatever. To grown up land. Grown up <laughs> land. Um, you know, I started thinking about, do, does, is this really bringing right, me joy? Right. And what I was thinking about when I, when I had that conversation with myself, talking about the voice in your head last uh, episode, you know, was, although I loved looking at it and I loved the idea of it, it really was, the joy was overshadowed by the stress sure. and the, yeah. the anxiety and also the guilt of, of not putting it down, of having right, it up right. so long, of all that kind of stuff. And so when I really weighed it, it really was not bringing me more joy right. than anxiety, stress, and guilt. And so that was when I approached you and said, hey, you know, do you what, what do you think of this idea? And it wasn't your thing initially. You're and like, I said, no, no. I, I love the big tree, and I love the Santa display, and oh, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Which is a great point that we it's need like, to cover like, before we it's get... It's like the little red hen. Who would hen. love to eat this bread? Oh, no, I, I would. Bread. Who will help me plant the wheat? No. no. <laughs> and I think it does fall frequently on... It becomes the woman's responsibility to make the house feel like... Whether it's Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate, I think it falls on the woman to make the home feel like that holiday. Well, and on top of the decorations you have baking yeah, and entertaining and entertaining. And, and like and like, oh dear, what did you get for my parents? <laughs> right. I know often it falls on the wife or, or the mother to do all of the shopping. Right. You know, and the right. husband just like he buys things for the wife <laughs> and he's done. You know, doesn't think about the kids, doesn't right. buy for the relatives and 
I think that's how it falls out in many families, yes. if not most. Yes. And I don't know that that's really fair. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that <laughs> acknowledgement. Um, so I think when we went to this tree, it was... We'll talk about the tree first. All right. So our, what I did was I bought a tree that was pre-lit. It is smaller. It comes in its own pot, so it's, there's no tree it's stand. It's like four feet tall. <laughs> it's four feet tall. It goes on top of a table, so it's a tabletop tree. I put all the decorations right. on it, and it we put a big, gigantic bag over it, and we store it in the basement. So you bring it up from the basement. You take the bag off. You kind of arrange to make sure nothing got squished, and you're done. Yeah, and it goes away just, just as Just as quickly. In fact, we've had a couple of post-Christmas parties. We yeah. call it the bagging of no, the, the trees. Tree right, right. We play the hallelujah chorus, put the bag on the tree, and, and that's the, it. And the house is all cleaned up in five minutes. Right. <laughs> the decorations are down. Um, I think for a lot of people, that creates a challenge. Yeah, so, so talk to me a little bit about how did we begin to downsize and examine the traditions that were causing us stress, and then how did we deal with the loss? And that actually, some a little bit of grief, you know, perhaps for not having garland on the rails and 16 types of cookies, and how do you scale back? to make it manageable so you can really pick out the things that are making it joyful and not overly stressing. How do you deal with it? Do you think you could have done it when the kids were still around? I don't know. I uh -huh. don't know. It would have been harder with the kids. Um, but, but I do think, I think it starts with assessing how, how stressed out, how exhausted, right. how overwhelmed am I at the holiday times? Uh, and, and I think that's where it starts. Right, because I know so many people, and, and we, you know, they're just like, this is my list, and I'm right. hard charging. I don't even think about it. Right. And all of a sudden, right. I'm like, it's three days before Christmas, and I feel like horrible. Right. You know, I'm stressed. Right. Maybe I'm crying for no reason. Right. And you know, you you might you it, a lot of times people get sick at Christmas. Right. And I'm, that's partly attributable to the fact that you know you're overly oh, well, stressed. Right. It's hurt your immune system, and you're susceptible. And you're you know, exhausted. Anything that you are exposed to. And that's definitely an indicator that, you know, you're you're doing too much. Right. Probably. Right. Um, so I think the question to me that you pose to me is more appropriate for you mm -hmm. because I think you would have been more resistant. Um, what did you do to, to deal with the change? Because for me, once I decided, once I recognized, right. this is like, I'm not sure the bang is worth the buck. Well, You're the one that had to deal well, with more of the... Let's use the term mindful okay. and paying attention. And to me, it was it was not a single, like, we went from, like, the house was completely decorated right. to, right. like, this Nothing. minimalist thing that we right. have now. Right. It was step by step yes. over a couple of seasons. Yes. Uh, and the big one for me was going from the big tree where we, we had boxes and boxes right. of special decorations that, you know, tree ornaments that we collected over the years. Right. You know, some were the boys, some were ours. We had, um, and they were very intricate, and you know, right. we handpicked them out. Right. They were very pretty to like go from that to a, a tree that we decorated that's already you know decorated. Right, you don't and, put any. And so that was a tough step. Yes. So I yes. said, okay, well, well, let's try it. Right. And I know the first year I didn't like it. Right. But you know, then I thought about, well, come February, am I happy that I don't have to put all those decorations right. away and take all the lights off the tree and disassemble the tree, which really was a two-day project. Right. Oh, at least. And I was like. Uh, maybe I like this more than I thought. You know, visually and filling the house, I didn't like it as right. much. But when I thought about all of the, the chores right. that went into putting it up and taking it down, I thought, right. you know, that's a good trade-off. Right. And, and being paying attention to myself and, and really assessing and determining that was a good trade-off, that, allowed, that right. allowed me to, to accept it the next year. Yes. And I think the same was true of our big Santa Claus collection right. and everything that was a part of the, the season. And I think... You know, now we, I have a, a little 
pre-lit tree that stays in the garage right. all year. I put it out in the yard. I plug it in. That's five it. Five minutes. Decorated. Outside is decoration. <laughs> we have a we have a wreath that's already set up. It hangs on the back side of the basement door. Right. I move it from the back of the basement door to the front door. <laughs> Outside's decorated. Right. The tree comes out. Inside's decorated, right. and we're done. And then we can just sit around, watch our Christmas movies, right. drink our hot cocoa, light a fire in the fireplace. Right. You can bake cookies if you want to. Right. You know, you're not obligated to bake. You know, three dozen times, and that's step by step over a couple of years, a couple of seasons, and really deciding what is what is the trade off. Right. How much am I losing versus how much I'm gaining? And I think we could have you know maybe gone back to more decorations if we decided it was right. Right. And now that you know, well, for this year because of the pandemic, I'm probably not going to snowboard at all. So maybe we have more time, and maybe we can say, oh, maybe we should maybe want to want to decorate more. But but now that you're used to the visual of having less in the house, I don't know that I need. All right. the stuff we used to have. Certainly it's pretty. Right. But um, not really worth it, I don't think. Right. For us. And I, and I think one of your fortes to me has always been your ability to pause in the moment and ask yourself, what could I be grateful for? And I do remember when this tree was up and we turned on the lights for the first time, you, you, you sat and you said, you know what? That's pretty, and I can deal with that. Uh-huh. So yeah. it, it wasn't like it was, well, I hate this, but I'll put up with it. I mean, right. you know, you you took the time to think about it and say, okay, well, it's 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 definitely not the same. So you're not getting that same, right. whoo, this is it. Um, but, you know, can I still find joy in it? Sure. And and I think we both have found the joy in our little tree with the few lights, you know, with yeah. the twinkle lights and, on and it. And most of the Christmas season or holiday season, you know, we have appropriate music playing in the right. house and that fills the house yes. and makes it festive yes. and that, that's a difference too right and that's easy because with spotify i just put <laughs> an endless playlist and i got right. i've got holiday music all day oh, right right so i think really what it comes down to is just being aware of if if you are one of those people that just feels overwhelmed or tired or November comes around and you're like, oh God, you know, Christmas is coming. That might be the time to say, okay, what is it that's making me feel? Here's here's another aspect to this as well. Um, If if you're the only one in the house that's fulfilling these traditions and you think the husband, the kids, whomever are dependent on you, like forget that. If they want all the stockings stuffed and the cookies baked and the tree up, then you they know, need to be helpful. They need, the, right. the kids need to join in. They need to do a part. The you know the who whatever spouse whatever is, is not pulling their weight, right. they need to do their part. And if they're not willing to, well, then that tradition is not important to, to them. them. Exactly, you know, it needs to be evenly distributed. We just watched Bad Moms Christmas <laughs> <laughs> and talk about holiday pressure put on by the family, right. the mother-in-law, or whatever. And the expectations, the expectations of what Christmas looks like. like. Like, take a moment. Like, what is really important? Right. How successfully are you dealing with the demands? Right. And is it really fair to you? Are you being more stressed than joyful? Right. And and get, find the balance so that the joy is greater than the stress. Exactly. And, and you know, trim back those traditions. You know, if if it's going to make the holiday season better. Right. Right. And and I think asking. So when when I've talked about this in the past, and clients have asked me about this, I'll say. Make a list of all of the traditions that you have, right. all the all of the should dos. Mm-hmm. I should make nine dozen cookies, and I should put the you know decorate the entire house, and I should go caroling, and I should visit the nursing home, and I should like whatever all of your should dos are. You make a list of the should dos, and you pick the ones that bring you the joy first. Right. Okay. So you start with yourself, bring yourself the joy first, 
Then you go to the family and you say, which of these are, are absolutely essential to, to you that you are willing to set aside time to do it and take it down? And so that way you can create your list of essentials. If it's still too big, then, then you say, okay, well, you know, maybe you guys together, the kids are going to decorate the tree while I make the cookies. Mm-hmm. So, so, but, it, but it's, it's a coordinated effort that everybody sits down and says, okay, what, what is it that I really have to have? And there's probably things you're doing that you think, oh, my kids wouldn't be able well, to do without. Well, I was going to say, ask the kids. Right. You know, say, hey, is it really important to you that I make six dozen cookies? How about if I make just Just your one favorite, time? right. And they'll say, oh. If they, and they have to think about right. it. Right. Not say, mom, we love them all. <laughs> Like, pick your favorite one. Right. And then we're going to do that one. Right, yeah. right. Well, if you've got two kids, then you have two favorites. So now we're having these two kinds of cookies instead of eight kinds of cookies. And when it comes to Christmas meals, this is what we just did this year at Thanksgiving. Yes. You know, you think you have to put out your fine china and all right. this crystal and all these courses. Of, you know what? Buy some Christmas paper Pretty plates. Pl- paper, paper plates. And, you know, you might think in your head, oh, my God, my mother-in-law would like right. go crazy. Well, that's okay. She can you know, go you're, crazy. You're she still, can do the dishes. You're still having your, you know, the food that you like, but... You know, do something to make the cleanup easier. Right. You know, all of these things that are like, oh, it has to be exactly like this. You need to stop, think, assess what is the trade-off between the stress and inconvenience right. and the joy and, and find the right balance for and, you. And those cultural and familial expectations. Sure. Um, what does, um, what's his head from the code book that we're reading? He calls that the book. With the rules, rules, it's bullshit rules, bullshit rules. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But they are the things that in our head we feel like are black and white. Like I can't do something different because this is the way we do it. But the reality is you can choose, you can choose. And this, somebody else came up with it. Trust me back in, you know, 250 years ago, they did not celebrate Christmas this way. Right. And I will tell you the first time you do it, it's going to feel uncomfortable. And, but you got to really think about it and say, Oh, I feel really guilty, but maybe I'll try it again next year, and it will get easier. And, and I'm going to say, you know, it, recognizing that it's going to feel different, that's a good conversation to have with the family and right. say, okay, we've done things a little bit differently. It's going to feel different. Let's pause after dinner or after Christmas morning and each say something that we're thankful for, th- something that we app- enjoy this year. Because in the moment, you're going to say, oh, I don't like it. Right. But after a week, you say, well, you know, how was that? Well, I didn't like it as much. And then you say, can you live with it? Because it was really a lot easier. Right. And you're like, yeah, okay. Well, what, you know. there was something that the um, when I went to Philmont with the Scouts, they did called Roses, Thorns, and Buds. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that. it's a really great practice. And this would be great if you are trying to make that big shift. Okay. So, like I say, Christmas morning, after Christmas, maybe even the next day, mm-hmm. what they call Boxing Day, you get together with the family and you do a Roses, Thorns, and Buds. And what that is is everybody has to say something that – came new and beautiful so out the of rose. this news practice, right? The thorn is something that kind of rubbed you the wrong way. You right. just you just couldn't feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is a bud. So a third thing is something that you feel a glimmer of hope mm-hmm. or something that was new there that you're like, you know what, something good com- could come out right. of this. Right. But that moves you from just saying, well, I hate that everything was different because a lot of people don't like change. Okay. Um, so if you don't like change, this is not going to be like, oh, I love this. No, so you're going to have to work right at, away. right, you're going to have to work at thinking, so, okay, what went better? What would be the one thing you would tell people to do to sort of start assessing or changing the things that are... I think it's before you get a single box out, make the list. Make the oh, list okay. of what are the should do's. Gotcha. Okay. Because now you can, first of all, you're making an aware right. consciousness effort of, okay, wait a minute, I'm just not going to go robotically right. about 
everything. Right. Um, so I think making the list is a great place to start. And to me, I would start with recognizing that any change is going to be uncomfortable. Oh, great. Yes. And just like, okay, it's uncomfortable, but in the long run, it's going to help us a lot. Right. So. Right. Might bring about a whole much more joy, give you more time right. to do family games Absolutely. or whatever, or just chill, you know, watch a movie or awesome. sit on the fire. Okay. Until next time, this has been Just, just One, One Thing. Thing.